there's only so many stars to go around. Like, True. so many real super Like, there's three superstars in the league, and they ain't, these three guys ain't playing together. At the beginning, when the ping pong balls fell their way, they probably never thought that, that, that this could be an option of moving him. It's the future. Down in distance. WGNRadio.com. Oh, now moving on, Vincent Goodwill <laughs> with us sitting in the Down and Distance podcast, also affiliated with the arena. We get a chance now to talk about the Bulls, man. In the last few years, we've been sitting around and Bulls fans have been talking about that. This team was... Right around the corner, especially in the we talked about the Eastern Conference being not as good. But you look and you see what's going on in the West, and to win a championship, your game has got to be right. Vincent, how far in what direction? I should say probably which direction is this Bulls team headed? Because I, with everything's happening this off season, all the talk, I don't know which way they're going. I don't know either. I think at best you're treading water because you're in this holding pattern. Because Derrick Rose is in the last year of his contract. Joe Kim Noah, according to everybody, what everybody is saying and some common sense, isn't likely to return. Paul Gasol, same thing. So this is the this is the season where the front office has to do his work. Like if they've been quietly saying, Well, this is the summer that we've been preparing for and all this other type of stuff, okay. So be it. Do it. You got the cap space you got Derek as a trade chip I do think they actually want to trade Derek if it if they find a good enough deal I just think that their asking price is probably a little too high and I think there's some politics involved with trading Derek Rose as the face of Chicago that they don't necessarily want to deal with so they're battling a bit internally there but I, I can't say that with everything I saw this season, I know the injuries played a part, but I said in December I didn't think they would make the playoffs. It just lo- it felt awkward. It felt disjointed. It didn't – sure, you guys – you don't have to be a basketball player to look at a game and know, man, something don't look right. Something don't feel right here. It just had a sort think, of – We talked weird, about it, it in the playoffs too. previously. That Milwaukee series, there were some things going on you would see, and then the way that game six ended against the Cavs, with Derek having a phenomenal first quarter, you being up, and then all of a sudden he doesn't see the court, and Jimmy's out there with the rest of the guys, and he can't get it done, and you start to see, yeah, this isn't good. And then you see the moves that they made or the lack of movement that they made in the offseason. Once they signed Mike Dunleavy again, it was like, okay, all right, I see what this is. And no disrespect to Dunn. I mean, I love Mike. Yeah, I think he's a consummate professional. But that was a sign to me that, yeah, you're just going to try and ride this out. Yeah, when you convince, I mean, when you convince yourself that, okay, where uh, LeBron James inbounds pass away from winning that series, I still think if they go up three one, they lose that series. Yeah. When you convince yourself of if 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 all these things fall into place, nothing is going to be perfect in professional sports. There's going to be injuries, adversity, whatever. The great teams find a way to adjust on the fly, deal with whatever. Not a Derrick Rose 2012 injury, and I'm not saying that, but I think sometimes when your window is that finite and Mm -hmm. championship windows are finite in sports, unless you've got somebody like a Michael Jordan, unless you've got a LeBron James, Michael Jordan type of player who can single-handedly keep that window pried open with a crowbar, you got to do a lot of things right. And we saw, like, just the, the building of a champion. 
I think we see it here, same ownership with the White Sox and the Bulls. They are afraid to pull the trigger and understand when they're beat. Well, I said it's it three, tough. I, it's I tough said in it sports right now, ago. man. That dude, that dude, LJ, is in front of you. And if you cannot beat him, you're better off retooling instead of trying to but people, keep making an but effort to beat him. People are so afraid of what that entails. What, of going I mean, what off. does it really entail, though? It, it not, looks listen, ugly. It looks ugly. The only it, reason it, we got out of there is because we got lucky with ping pong balls. I, I Let's that. just be honest. You come on now. We've been think, there. Think about. I know that, but we're talking about when it's. When it's your money, mm. I, I've had this conversation with you the other day, moving into the new crib, and you're like, ah, bro, I'm just I'm checking these, these checks and balances right now. A lot of money's going out. Man, I got to – when it, I think it's a little bit different. I'm with you. For us, I think it's easy on this side to be like, just blow it up and let's do it. But to them, it, it just – it's it's too deep. You got to build it's, in the field. It's, it's too. You got to be able to live with it. And, and they led the league in attendance. I get you when they were bad. Yeah, you know, how, you but, you know but you the know, Bulls, how they, but you the know how Bulls they, but you know how they did that. Like an NBA, I want Sean. You know how they did like the Cubs, but you know how they did that. So I get it. Listen, we know, I, about, yeah, we know how it all books. works out, man. We, we know, know how things it works. things happen. Now this Vince, is the, this is look. I, I got to ask him something though, real quick. I, I, he he said something early, right when we came in. He was talking about Derrick Rose, and you said that there's a you know trying to figure out a way of feeling bad about a, a hometown hero being moved. At the beginning, when the ping pong balls fell their way, they probably never thought that 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 this could be an option of moving him. Knowing, I mean, they were probably thinking everything up where you don't look at the other side where yeah, things yeah, could go course. down. Yeah. How difficult now when we look at the NBA? It's all about it's star driven to win championships. It's having multiple stars. It's being able to have guys. You're going to keep Jimmy. And Jimmy's going to be around that star that you're going to build upon, uh, one of the best two-way guys in the league. How do you attract other superstars to come to Chicago? Because mm. that, to me, seems like mm. a big mm. issue. It is. And, and, and if that if you can't do that, you're not, there's no way you're winning a championship. And we're seeing it right now, even with the biggest star that LeBron is, still having issues right now of getting over the hump. Well, it's two things. A, <clears throat> There's only so many stars to go around. Like, True. so many real superstars. Like, there's three superstars in the league, and they and, and three, these three guys ain't playing together. Right. LeBron, Kevin Durant, Steph Curry. You ain't going to see them on the same team unless KD does the unthinkable. So, Mark Cuban was right then. Well, you, can, you, can, I, you can't trust Russ. Like, I got to trust a superstar, and I can't trust Russ down the stretch. He's a little too... He's a little all over the place. <laughs> yeah, he, yeah I, I, I love watching him, but can't trust him. <laughs> can't do it can't do it's it like, it's, 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 it's like a girl you can have fun and hang out with but dream putting the ring on her finger right. no disrespect right. to a woman no, in the no, room no. just an just <laughs> just 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 analogy just an oh, analogy man. but but when you look at when you look at it from a superstar standpoint A if you if you trade a superstar you never get equal value for one if you look at Dwight Howard when Dwight Howard got traded from Orlando to LA Orlando won the trade right they got all the draft picks. They got a couple players, and they're still they still haven't been to the playoffs. They still haven't won. I think thirty games in the season yeah. since. So when you trade a superstar, it's just hard to get equal value. Secondly, players talk around the league, and 
you know, you talk about the buddy-buddy AAU stuff. A lot of these guys have similar agents. Agents talk. Players talk to each other. So even though you may try to sell yourself as an organization as, well, wear this and wear that and all of that, all you got to do is make one phone call. Hey, what's it really like over there? What's it like in that locker room? What's it like every day? And it's bad. And whether whether it ain't bad, whether it's bad or good, you you get intel. You know what I'm saying? You get intel, and it's hard. Look at the Lakers have struck out in free agency, and they're the Lakers, Lakers, right? The Knicks have struck out in free agency, and and it's the Knicks. We're we're talking about the two largest markets, man, and then the Bull, Chicago's the third. But no one, no one thought, no one thought the treatment of Michael Jordan meant anything. That's what we hear now. Like people saying, oh, the way they treated Mike, no, that's 30 years later. This generation doesn't care about that. These basketball that's, players do. That's mm-hmm. number one. Number two, the domino of Lou, Joe, Derek, and the way they were treated and their relationship and how it intertwines means something. Means something. Everybody used to talk about how Derek Rose didn't recruit. Uh, so you don't think Derek Rose is – tight with other people because he didn't dance with LeBron James and them at the all-star game. You don't think he has people that he's actually cool with. He's cool with Russ. It's just, it's, he's it's really cool with Kevin Der- Love. Der- Derek's a, Derek's a different dude. He's just a different dude. Yes. And not, not, and I don't say that as a bad thing. Right. I know it's, no. it's in vogue to bash Derek Rose and mm-hmm. I'm, and I'm certainly not, I ain't here for that. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, like I know I'm anti-Chicago and all this other type of stuff, but I've always liked Derrick Rose as a figure. I didn't know how bad it was until I got here. You got here. Oh, I had, I had no idea. I think where people get it sometimes mixed up is the transition. Sometimes, okay, you're not the player you used to be, and we're going to sort of ha- sort of hand it over a little bit. That's hard to do for organizations when yeah. you when you're used to being that guy. On every billboard, or having you know whatever it is that in those intangibles yeah. to having that type of sway or whatever, and somebody else walks in and they're they've elevated themselves. That's a very difficult thing to do from a coaching staff to organization to a locker room. It's just tough, and I think if there's been a mistake made, it's probably been on that end that it's just been fumbled. It's just been uneven. Oh, it's, it's definitely been, been mishandled. It's been sloppy. It's, it's just hard. been sloppy. It's hard. Number one to handle a hometown guy. It's playing at home, number one, because everything is here. There's no way to hide anything. They were blessed, in my opinion, to have a guy that was talented, but that was really secluded off the court to where he wasn't going to get any trouble, right? You know, you heard about the things offseason last summer with the young lady. But other than that, the biggest issue has been what he said. Or he said it this way. Or Reggie said this. Reggie said that. Oh, he didn't come back from the ACL to save our season when we were going to lose anyway. So we'll just go ahead and rip Joe's needed shreds to keep everything afloat. And now we're upset with Joe when he's not the same player that he is. Oh, by the way, in that same year, we'll mistreat, misdiagnose Luau Dang. You know how I feel. I feel it, it's tough, you guys, because I, I look, I'm a big Derrick Rose fan and I, during the time, I you know, I took heat, Bob, because everybody's like, because your hometown, you're going to. Nah, it has nothing to do with that. It has to do with having a little bit more understanding of him as a person, not knowing him, but knowing people who, you know, who are close to him, who know him. And then being an athlete, man. I mean, you're asking a, a guy who 
we saw win the MVP, right? Go through the things that he went through and in some ways have a, a city um, turn their back on him. And it, that was hard for me. It was, it was hard for me being from here, my dad who he is. And I always said it was unfair because you had guys like Jordan. You had guys like my dad. That's, that doesn't – first of all, every athlete is different, right? You're not going to have a dude come play 13 years, miss one game, play through everything, and then – because in the grand scheme of things, and I've said this and I've, I've been saying it more publicly, I think that the reason, you know, my dad playing the way he did and doing the things that he did to yeah. be able to play the game, like to 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 not want to miss a game, in the grand scheme of things, uh, caused him his death. And from an injury standpoint, you're not going to have somebody come back from injury and you, drop 63 right? in a Boston Garden. You're trading what people don't realize. Yeah. And even it's hard for media to realize sometimes, even though I have a certain level of understanding. You're trading on your body every minute you out there. Yeah. Not only is it whether what no matter what sport it is, the risk that's involved, the the torque on I mean, just you basically causing the, in football, you're causing a concussion on every play, especially if you're a running back, you're getting your head banged. Vince, I last night I was sitting, got down on my knees to say hello to my daughter as she's laying down on the ground. And I started getting these pains in my knees, man. And, like, any time that I get up and move, I hear cracks. Like, I've been un- underneath the table right now moving my legs, and my knees are cracking. Yeah, I didn't play that long as some other guys, but I can only imagine what guys, their bodies feel like. Yeah. And so I just have a better understanding, and I get it. People sometimes don't like what he has to say or what he has said. But when he wasn't talking, it was he wasn't talking enough. Right. When he started talking, it's, it's why a, are you talking? It's, a lose, it's like lose. he's he, he's it's a lose lose. He was never ever going to really win a- unless what fans I believe only thing that gets people on the up and up is if you win championships, you're winning games. Nobody's saying anything at all. But it's a it's a different day and age now, man. We're talking about the money that could be made. You have to be able to look fans out. Are for, different. You have to look out for yourself. Yeah. And not, I mean, not only that, Derek, if you look at just Derek's structure, and you guys are from here, you know it. Derek seemed like a guy who was surrounded like he was not the golden child, but this is the guy that's going to get us yes. out of here. We're going to eliminate all of the noise. And I ain't talking about media noise. We're talking about hood noise. Hood right? noise. We eliminating all of that. You ain't going to have to deal with nothing. You ain't going to have to see nothing. And we're going we gonna to get it all the way, so all you can do is focus on getting out. So a lot of times you don't have practical experience. You don't. You just, everybody's eliminating everything for you. So sometimes we learn through our mistakes, right? Yes. We fall and bump our heads. Sometimes people don't bump their heads enough to know. And then not only that, guys, we're in the communication business, but they aren't. Right. You know, we're not as, put like this, if we aren't supposed to, interpret what the intent of what somebody is saying what are we here for we're going to take what you're going to say parse it say all these coded words about you and your quote-unquote perceived intelligence and all this other type of stuff hey muhammad ali died and they said he couldn't read at a a fifth grade level and all this he seemed like one of the most articulate smart well-rounded people that i knew but based off of our definition of intelligence and education and all of that you know what i'm saying i'm not saying Derek is that or isn't that but I, what I am saying is, as media, we have to do a better job of understanding the circumstances of which guys are birthed from. And I've heard a player tell me this. Or either put it put it in effort. 
just content. No, it, no, you, it's not effort. It's common sense. It's common bleeping sense, y'all. It, it like we we're supposed to be adults here. Like I'm 31, uh-huh. but I'm on the young end of media. I ain't experienced that much more than some of these 50 year olds who just want to chop in. You know what I'm saying and all. And, and yeah. that's just that's just what it is. But I, I really, I honestly think an athlete told me this once, and he was probably how old was he? He was in his mid 30s, and I was maybe 25, 26. He said this to me. He said. You spend your whole adulthood trying to get over what happened to you in your childhood, good or bad. So imagine what that's like for some people, either the experiences you didn't have, the experiences you did have, and what you had to go through, except now you've got cameras in your face and mics in your face. They don't give you media training in high school. You just, you're just trying to get there, and you'll worry about the rest on the back end. Let's get that contract. That's all it is. It's simply Derek, just to ride. In Derek's situation, I mean – you think about you think about the experiences that he didn't have. I just think about stuff that I knew that I didn't have to deal with growing up. Right? I mean, going to school was easy for me. I mean, where I came from, I just drove to school. Man, went to Arlington Heights. I was cool. I didn't have to worry about just getting to school was yeah. an issue. Right? Then I looked at the the whole thing, and I listen. I Having your family around, having your brothers around, and everybody saying you need to get rid of your family. Well, you think about it, right? How do you a little do that? bit, little, just saying that yeah. is a little bit different. Yeah. Get rid of your family. You need to get rid of your brother. You and almost just, make yourself an enemy. What by saying that? And then who? And then, who, your, and then your, who do I have left after I, I get who, rid of my family? You, you? exactly, right? Right? <laughs> right? Who's there? So you already talking about, especially somebody who who watched out for you all the way through. Right. And it's hard, man. We all have different family structures. So for you to for somebody just to say that you need to get rid of your family. Well, do you really understand my family structure? And just just saying that is just ridiculous. So and I can get where he's coming from, where my brother looked out for me, man. Mm -hmm. That he made do. He made sure that I didn't have to have some of those experiences, whether or not I needed those experiences or not to bump my head. I had I got a, I had an opportunity to have him by me. So how am I going to just now just say you know what you got to go? It just doesn't work like that. And I just want people like Vincent, like you said, just common sense. I, I understand that we can all have our opinion. We can all talk about how we feel and what we want to say, and we can listen. I'm just that dude that kind of takes in and listens. I read because I have to, being in this business. But I don't take what everybody says to heart, man. Look, I need to, you know what? I I need to save my knees because I want to be there to go to meetings and this and that. People took that and like ran, ran with, with it, it like it was, yeah. dude. That's what he wants yeah. to say, yeah. man. <laughs> Leave the. Man. I want I want to be able to walk in twenty years, he, man. He, what's he, so wrong he, about he that? He just didn't. He didn't say that. And if he would have said that, would it would have made a little bit of difference? The way he said it, dude. He's talking about he want to be with his kids. Remember, I'm we a dad. We were in the newsroom. Right, listen, I'm a dad. I'm when the not, general but, soreness thing came across, we were in the newsroom getting ready to go on air. And the way everybody around us reacted and yeah. the things that were said about him, I was like, this is amazing. I can't believe that word just came out of your mouth about an individual. I, so, I stopped running on the treadmill. I stopped running on the treadmill. I only ride bikes now because... I want to be able to show my son if he asks me, Dad, how do I run an out route in the next 10 years, 15 years? I want to show him. So I'm not doing that anymore. I've changed my lifestyle around because I want to be able to do those things. How am I going to – it's it's 
It's weird. And man. the interesting I, thing, I want to piggyback off what you were talking about, and this is a great analogy. You marry someone, it's probably a good idea that you know the person that you marry. Yes. I don't think this city and the majority, majority of fans that are not from the South Side that had an opportunity to watch this kid True. from seventh grade all the way through high school and knew who he was on and off the court and the Chicago Bulls organization, I truly don't believe they knew who they were marrying. Well, how do you? How, what I'm saying is, unless you were there, yeah, how can you know? Like you can, like these guys do incredible background work. Not just league guys in general. I know scouts when they go and dig, they go talk to your fifth grade teacher. Yeah. They go talk to your kindergarten teacher. They do all of that. They about to commit a lot of money to you, so they're gonna talk to everybody possible. And even then, there's only so much that you can, you know, that you Without can spending time, like personal time with that, somebody to truly, truly know. You you can't walk in somebody's shoes unless you in their shoes. But even that, that person has to let you inside their heart, man. Well, like when Derek makes that ways. comment, when Derek makes that comment about his son, he's coming from a place that nobody else has yeah. seen. He's coming from his heart, and if you can't understand that, based upon like Vincent said, his background and what he's been through, and not having somebody like that, that person having to be his brothers, and not wanting to put his son through that, and how he relates to fatherhood probably differently than sixty five percent of the Bulls fans that have a good job and had somebody. I mean, it's just totally different. And I know we're getting off into like a lot of other things. It's just different. It's different. I saw this kid in seventh grade. I saw him in eighth grade. Everybody was buzzing. I didn't buy into it immediately. But that I tell you all the time, that playoff game when Bobby Frazier was the number five player in the nation going to North Carolina, and I saw this sophomore, not offensively, I saw this sophomore defensively lock him up and shut him down. And I saw his movement and his athleticism and his leadership. I said, we got something here. And for a kid that's the number one or number two player in the nation to go to a state playoff game, he's that dude, and not take a single shot until the end of the game. Don't tell me the type of basketball player he is. Well, here, here. You can't call him selfish. I've seen the way he's played the game. You unleash this dog, this Chicago Bulls dog that we've seen, you unleashed that as an organization because every, everywhere else he was, even in Memphis, he had to be begged to come out and be that dog. John Calipari had to beg him. Would you please, in the championship game, would you please take over this game? He's a reluctant star. He always has been. Dude, he, I, he loves basketball. He loves basketball. But if he didn't have to deal with all the other stuff, could you just he imagine? Great. You, if he could just play, there, there's certain guys that I know that I've been around that, that's all they wanted to do was play the sport. They didn't want to go to the, you know, the, not that it was a bad thing. They didn't want to go to the events. They right. just they just wanted to. Ken Dorsey, right? I lived with him for my freshman year. I watched this dude sit and study. When everybody else was going out partying, this dude did not leave his room. Like, he knew, like, my opportunity's coming. All I want to do is play. Listen, I'm not worried about all that. The, the, the females that came by my, my door room, Knocking on the door when I walked up, I'm like, dang, man. That, I just want to add, add one thing All to he it. wanted to do was play. He's like, dude, I just don't want to do this. I just want to go to school. I want to play football. I don't want any of this other stuff. And the reason why he was so successful, that was a big reason why. Because he wasn't the most athletic. Right. 
he didn't have all that. Yeah. He studied so hard because he wanted to be the best. And I've seen guys like that. I could just imagine if Derek didn't have to deal with. I think it's Vince. two things that people haven't factored in with Derek. And even Chicago guys. Cause I, and, I, and I've been around Isaiah Thomas a lot. Yeah. And I, it, it hit me at a certain point and I figured it out. It's two things with Derek. I think Derek played too much basketball at a young age. Mm. Where, talk about training on your body. Mm-hmm. You train on your body at a young age before it's fully developed. Right? So he didn't even get a chance to hit his prime because he's trying to get good at 13, 14, 15. All, like, guys just play too a much basketball. A lot of bat- kids out there now. Right. You look look, at, look at the Chicago. Look yeah. at Jabari, Okafor. All these guys, they get hurt so young because their bodies are still grown, but they play so much basketball at a young age. Secondly, when you do that, when you do that and there's that goal there that, okay, we got to get you to the league, got to get you to the league, it becomes a job very early. So the, the joy, yeah. so the natural joy of it or the joy of the process isn't there because the pressure has been there for such a long time. So now when you get here – and say, well, yeah, I want to get to the, the next contract or whatever, you know, that type of thing. That's the way his, the approach has always been. I've got to get to the next step. This is a job, and it's been a job for 15 years. Yeah, I ain't never worked a job 15 years, but I, I'll probably be tired of the damn job. No, I don't care how much you paid me. It's a job at a certain point. It starts to wear on you. It starts to wear on you. He but needs we, to move, man. He needs to get out of Chicago. Spears said it last week. <laughs> I feel that way. I don't. I would love to watch him for the rest of his career here in Chicago. I'm ready for him to go. Is there any way the Boston Celtics can put together a package that's even worth? Well, you just when you trade your top guy, you usually don't get back value. We've heard the third and the sixteenth pick. We've heard Marcus Smart, Avery Bradley added into this deal for who? For who? For for Jimmy Butler. Is there any way nah. they can put together a package that would actually get Gar and Pax to say, hmm? Because what it. What did we say about 10, 20 minutes ago? Got to keep that building full. Yeah. You got to keep that building full. And that's just, that's a fact. You don't want to go back to the Tim Floyd years. You don't want to go back to where the draft picks are maybes mm. or the free agencies are maybe. Or, you know, remember, remember those summers where, man, we got cap space. Grant Hill, a free agent. Tracy McGrady, a free agent. This guy, this guy. Nobody came to Chicago. And that's not an indictment on Chicago, the Bulls organization, anything directly. It's just it, you. there's no guarantees. So if so, Jimmy's the closest thing you got to a superstar, per se, your best bet is to try to f- hope that he figures it out, matures on the fly, and that you can make the right moves to get yourself back into contention. That's the biggest hope. I don't think that there's anything that Boston really, really has that unless you're just trying to trade a guy just to get rid of him, that is really going to help you in the long term. This is where we enter the uh, Price is Right sad tuba right here. Wow, wow, wow. Still, I mean, because Bulls fans, what you have to look for, basically what Vincent Goodwill just said. Don't is put that words Bulls, in my mouth. No, no, no. I'm, <laughs> this is my interpretation of what Vincent Goodwill just said, Bulls fans. What you have to look forward to this summer, a possible move of Derek and Harrison Barnes being your, your small forward. It's happening. Oh, Harrison Barnes is going to be here. You know Bulls. It. You know it. Boy. Dougie wants it. Gar wants it. Fred wants You know. The connections are too strong. You know it. And it's a need. Hey, man. They need a guy who can dribble. I agree. We already know what Gar and this team and their connection to Ames, Iowa, and Iowa State guys and him being a high school teammate of Doug McDermott mm. and them not being able to get a really good free agent to come here, 
Then guess what's next? The next level. And that's Harrison Barnes. And they're going to give him a boatload of money. I, I, I bet. I don't, I don't think Golden State's going to let him go. You may want him, but I don't think Golden State's going to let him go. That'll be very interesting. Yeah. Because I want to see how they go. Especially trying to win three in a row. If they win this, they can keep they the can, chances of winning three they, in a row. They can keep him and then still have money for Steph when he comes up next summer. I think Steph is next summer or summer after. But, yeah, they, they still have enough where they can they can do their business and hold on to the core. I don't know if Harrison Barnes is that great, that good. He's not. You don't have, you don't have to think. No, call me among the people who thought Harrison Barnes was going to be a really, really good NBA player. Really? Even after North Carolina? I the way I underrated in my evaluation of him, like I'm some scout or something. I about I I didn't evaluate how tough it would be to get a handle because I saw players pick those skills up. But that's the hardest thing to get. You can shoot better, you can defend better, stuff like that. But the handle was probably the hardest thing if you can't create. Your it's own one of shot. the most natural things as well. Yeah, either you, either you have it or you don't. Either you have it or you don't. Yeah. And I don't, and he's not one of those guys. Who naturally has it? So, if you're gonna get him, I mean, I mean, okay, is that really going to help you? I mean, next to Jimmy, I will say next to Jimmy Butler, I, the the wings that the Bulls have, ain't nobody scaring me. Twos and three. If you, I mean, look at Golden State. They got you got Iguodala, yeah. Clay, Barnes, um, Sean Livingston. They have wings across the board that can play. 2-3 or 3-4 or 1-2. You know, that's where this league is going. You look at the Bulls roster, the only guy who really strikes fear in your heart is Jimmy Butler. And that's your number one guy at yeah. that. So that's putting a lot on him. Go down the list of wings that have been here since Derek's been here. It's pretty bad. It's not good, it's, bro. It's real bad. See, I want to change the subject now because I done got y'all depressed. Nah, it's all good. <laughs> nah, we, we, we were that before you Listen. got here. Look.